Welcome back to the Tapes Archive podcast, where we release interviews that have never been heard before. In this episode, we have one of the pioneers of rock and roll, the recently departed Little Richard. At the time of this interview in the year 2000, Richard was 67 years old and was promoting the TV movie based on his life called Little Richard. In the interview, Richard talks about why he wore makeup, if he considered himself gay, how he was the first African-American to be on white radio, and how he discovered the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, and the Rolling Stones. I haven't done that in 30 years. I, I feel, oh my God. I felt good doing that. You all gonna make me scream like a white lady. <laughs> As always, we have music critic Mark Allen at the helm conducting the interview. If you'd like to support the show, please like, follow, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. There, we post other content and information not available on the podcast. If you'd like to read the transcripts for any of our episodes, please head over to our website at thetapesarchive.com. We'll jump into the interview after a quick word from our sponsors. The Tapes Archive is proud to be sponsored by the true crime documentary, Dead Man's Line. You've got a hundred armed officers around here trying to get a shot at me. I dared them to shoot me. I didn't go down there to be a buffoon. I went down there for vengeance. And God God, I'll have vengeance. In 1977, Tony Karitsis kidnapped a mortgage broker and held him captive for three days. For the first time ever, the media was able to cover the event live. To some, Tony was a hero. To others, he was a crazed thug. Dead Man's Line, the true story of Tony Karitsis. This award-winning film is available exclusively on Amazon Prime. One last thing before we get to the interview, the Tapes Archive podcast is a proud member of Osiris Media, a global community connecting passionate fans with podcasts and experiences about artists and topics you love. Thanks for tuning in, and now it's time to open the vault. I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me? It's way better, isn't it? Yes, much better. Yeah. Anyway, so what was it like to see somebody playing you? It was kind of hard because I never pictured Leon to be the guy to play me because we didn't favor that much. But he does look a little, they made him look a little like me in my younger years. But he did a good job. I think he's a great actor. Who do you picture playing you? I picture Prince. Prince? Yeah. Uh-huh. Did, did you approach him about that? Uh, well, no, he wanted it, but he wanted to put it off for a while. But I wanted him to do it now. Were you in a rush for a particular reason? No, no, no. You know, I'm six to seven years old. I'd be six to eight this year. And I just wanted them to go on and do it. That would have been fun to see Prince do that. Oh, yes. It wouldn't have been beautiful. You think he could have done it well, I guess? Huh? I don't think he would have done it no better than Leon. It's it just been a different type. Thing. He's a musician, you know? Now that you mention it, without you, could there have been a Prince? No, no it would have. No, it would not. No, no. <laughs> you know, I thought it was an entertaining movie. I bet if they were showing the real Little Richard story, I mean, the real actual, if we follow your actual life it would be uh let's say x-rated <laughs> maybe uh-huh. r-rated at least yes <laughs> yeah so did it have to be toned down a lot yes are you disappointed in that uh no i'm not why is that I mean, no i'm not with the tone down yeah no i'm not disappointed because it's really room for another life to ruin one day because it only went so far and uh, 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 in certain parts that was in it that they didn't use, like the Beatles was in it, they, they had uh, Paul and John in it, and they taken that out. What, what is the story behind that? No, just show how they 
uh, they was found. Uh, I discovered them. Tell me about that incident. What happened with when you discovered them? How did that happen? Well, Brian Epstein's daddy had a lot of record shops, and he brought me to Liverpool, and he introduced me to the little boys. He had just got a group together, and Ringo had just came with them. And so I took them with me to Hamburg, Germany, to a club called the Star Club. And they, they, that's when we started getting together. And uh, Mick Jagger had been traveling with me before them, but he wasn't famous. He was just opening my show for me. Mick Jagger was? Wow. Mick Jagger and Keith. They were just called the Rolling Stone. Yeah, it, it, Mick's name wasn't in front of or nothing like that because they weren't famous. And, you know, Jimi Hendrix was my guitarist. But I didn't know these people was going to be famous. Right. You didn't recognize the star quality? Uh, well, well, you must have recognized uh, I, I recognized it in Jimmy, but the Beatles sound like four Everly Brothers to me. If you listen to them, that's what they sound like to me. And, and Mick Jagger was like Buddy Waters, a blues singer. He was not rock and roll, he was a blues singer. Well, he was. He grew up on blues, and like yeah, they started yeah. as a blues band. Yes. Well, you know, uh, uh, to me, it's no such thing as rock and roll. Uh, rhythm and blues had a baby, and somebody named it rock and roll. Let me ask you a couple of things about that they were kind of glossed over in the movie. The sexuality part of it. I mean, I realize that it's network TV and everything, but are, are you comfortable with the way that they portrayed your sexuality? I wasn't really comfortable, but it's all right. I was young and wild. You understand me? Yes. At the time, my life is not like that today. I'm a Christian person, and, and my life is in Christ. But back in that time, I was young. I had a lot of girlfriends, you understand me? Mm -hmm. and I, I was wild. I was young. Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed to... Uh, well, let's just say it was it was vague about your sexuality, I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah. So, when you see him in that scene with the two women on the bed and the character is wearing a bra, do you uh, wince when you look at that? Uh, yeah, I didn't like that part at all. I didn't see the, the, I didn't see the reason for Richard to have on no bra. To me, it was out of, out of character. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. To me, it didn't fit. I, I didn't like that at all. You. Uh, I thought Robert Townsend didn't do that good right in there. Yeah, you, you didn't wear a bra, did you? Never, never have. No, okay. <laughs> never have in my life. I didn't think... Never I have in my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, it can... can uh, you know, I hate to ask this. I'm not going to ask it the hell with it. Um, tell me about Tutti Frutti, because, it, uh, you know, I, one thing that bothered me about the movie also was that I wanted to see you write a song. I wanted to see how Little Richard put together yeah. a song. Uh, I wanted to see that, too. Uh, I didn't have a lot of input in the movie. In fact, I didn't have any input in it. In the movie, when I got to the, um, I don't said I think about three or four times I was touring, and when he was doing the movie, yeah. you know that that executive producer, you know that title thing, you know how that is, right? You know, <laughs> you know how did Tutti Frutti come about? Uh, well, Tutti Frutti was Wap Babaloo. I was had been doing it for years and years and years. Uh, that Wap Babaloo, Babalop, Bam Boom. <laughs> And it was Tutti Frutti, uh, uh, old Rudy, you know, good booty, and you know, stuff like that, you know? Right. Uh, but not the way they did it, and the movies are different from that. If it don't fit, don't force it. I would say that. If you can grease and make it easy, I would do all that stuff like that. You did do that or didn't do that? I didn't do it on the stage, but oh. that's where it was first written. Oh, okay. I never sung it out in the public. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but did you ever sing? So you never sang that song in public uh, it, until after it was recorded. After I rewrote it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the Dorothy who actually did. Uh, Dorothy Lebonster. She only all she gave me was the part that Dorothy brought in, which I got a girl named Sue. She knows what to do. You understand me? Yes. I had all the other song part of the song there. 
but the movie makes it seem like she basically wrote the lyrics. No, she did. Yeah, okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, when when you first wrote that song, what did anything particular? I mean, where where does that come from? Because that's like, I mean, nobody ever did a song like that before. No, well. Being a, a kid in Georgia, you know, they were singing, swinging. It was swinging straight with Sam McKay. It was jazz. It was blues like Money Waters. But there wasn't no fat, up-tempo stuff. And, 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 you know, the kids, we want to dance. And, you know, our kids create their own dancing, but the music don't fit. Right. And so I started writing stuff that would fit, you know, what we felt for that time. That just came to you? That's right. Wow. Did that feel very inspired to you when you did it? Yes, it did. And other songs that you wrote, I mean, is your writing process, I mean, is it very contemplative? Are you thinking constantly, or does it, is it yes. like divine? Well, I think of songs all the time. Really? Okay. Yes. I can sit at the piano and make up a song when I get ready. You know, there's that type of thing. So if you had to sit down and make up a song, you I could do it right now. Yeah, wow. yeah, oh, uh-huh. that's something. Yeah. Okay. There were obviously huge problems in your day of getting your music on white radio. Yes, it was. The the way they do it in the movie is they they again kind of glossed over. Tell me, tell me about that. I mean, it, it wasn't like you heard first heard Pat Boone doing your song. Oh no, I never heard. Well, uh, when I first heard Pat Boone singing my song, the record was out, but it wasn't on white radio stations. You know, there was on black stations and on stations like WLAC out of Nashville, Tennessee. That's right all over the country. And uh, Dot Records had Pat Boone to cover me because I was really hitting the white market. You understand me? Yeah. And had no black artists like me hit to the whites like that at that time. They, they was they was really kind of trying to block him and stop him. How did you eventually get on the white radio? The record got so big they had to take me. And then when, when I came back with Long Tall Sally, I went on automatically. Were you the first black artist to get on white radio? I was the first black artist that they heard on white stations. You know, and you grew up in the South, and yeah, this, is a, and this is a huge, uh, I mean, the racial problems are, I mean, yes. certainly still haven't gone away, but yes. um, how, did, how, did, uh, how did people take to that when they heard your music on, on white radio? They must have been in well, well, that's the reason that we started wearing the makeup, because they, they wasn't nobody intimidated with the, with the makeup and the loud clothing and stuff when you come in. You know, they thought that you was out for the white girls, which you wasn't. Right. You was going out to entertain and make a living. And, and they thought that you was trying to get women and that it wasn't about that at all. You understand me? But when we wore the makeup and stuff, there wasn't nobody intimidated. Why was that? Because they thought you were... They, they thought that you was on a gay life or oh, something. Oh, okay. And, and that you wouldn't bother nobody. Yeah. Right. Which it wasn't that way at all. They sort of make mention of Art Group and your contract, mm-hmm. um, and they sort of suggest that Art Group may have taken advantage of you, but they also make it look like you did really well financially. Uh, 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 Art Group took advantage of me. Art Group did. Uh, that's the part that I don't like that Robert Townsend did, so he didn't play it out enough for me. I like Leon in the movie, and I do... Robert Townsend's thing, personally. You understand me? Uh-huh. I think Leon is a great actor. He's a good actor. But I think Robert Townsend could have brought way more out than what he brought out. The, the way you're describing it is exactly how I felt about it. It was entertaining and yeah. didn't have much of reality. In it. Yes. So Art Roop did steal your money. What, uh, well, what it is, he just didn't ever... He, it, it wasn't that he stole, but he never did pay us the right money, right. the right royalties. And that was one of those things where he made it clear that there was something strange with the contract, but then the, the only scene that you ever see where money is an issue, you mm-hmm. bought your mother an enormous house. Yeah. 
So it seems to say, well, our group may have taken advantage, but little Richard made out okay. I made out okay by traveling night and day all over this country and doing personal appearances. That's the average thing. That's why they make out okay by getting out there working like a dog. That's what I've done all of my and still doing it. I'm 67 years old. I'll be 68 this year, and I'm still, I travel constantly. Besides that, what's your life like now? Uh, well, I, I still travel all over the country constantly, and I enjoy it. I'm not complaining. I thank God for it. It keeps me young, and it keeps me active, and I love people, you know, of all races, creeds, and colors. I hope that everybody watched the movie on the 20th, February the 20th, and <laughs> see the, <clears throat> the true architect of rock and roll. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that, but they're, gonna, they're not going to really see the true... I mean, they're going to hear about the true architect of yeah. rock and roll, but they're not really going to see a story. Yeah. Now, what's going to happen? Uh, you said there's room for another movie. What do you think? Are you going to... Is somebody going to do it? I, I want to see what the people say about this one. Then we'll, we'll, we'll do that. You know what this reminded me of a lot? It reminded me of Great Balls of Fire. Did uh -huh. you see that movie? Because yeah, with yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, again. It, it didn't have everything in it. Right, exactly. It's mm -hmm. very glossed over a lot of the, yeah. I guess, the more lewd parts as well. Yeah. But I, see, but I didn't mind the lewd parts right. being brought out. Yeah. You know, and that's when I thought they should have brought everything out. Because I think Jerry didn't want certain things brought out, but I didn't care. I want the truth, because the truth is going to be told anyway, you understand? Yes. And the truth can stand the test of time. You said that you had a lot of girlfriends. I see that's kind of, I, it, the movie seemed to imply that you were gay. I think the movie implied that I was bisexual. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And like I told you, I think with the bra and I did not like that. When I saw that, I did not like that, although the movie was done when I saw it. I didn't, I wouldn't, if I was there when they did it, I would have stopped them. I didn't see no need for that. Right, because that's not who you are. No, 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 I didn't see no need for that. Is bisexual inaccurate? When I was young, I think that I was into that. I'm not there now, but when I was young, that's where I was. I had beautiful girlfriends that I love, and I was attracted to women, and uh, still I am. Beautiful women can attract any man if he got any kind of feeling. Did you ever get married? Yes, I was married. Okay. My wife's name Ernestine Harvin, H-A-R-V-I-N. I'm from Washington, D.C. I was married for many years. And what happened? Did you get divorced or? Uh, yes, we did. But that that was the movie. That was after this period that they did the movie. Did and uh, and Lucille was a real person. Uh, yes, a girl. Okay. And uh, do you know what happened to her? Uh, oh, no, uh-uh. You don't? Wow. No, okay, no I don't know where she went. Yeah. Oh, you mean the, the, the girl, Lucia? Yeah, the, 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 actual... they made that up. Oh, there is no It was made up, you know, to fit the name of the records. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't think so. I, yeah, I, uh, I never remembered hearing. Yeah, no, that was made up. Oh. You know, because the records, Lucille. Right. Okay. Which, which, it fits, I like that. It fits good. So when you wrote that song, was there a Lucille in mind? Or? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, but yeah. her name wasn't Lucille? No, no, no. Can you tell me who it was, or what her name was? Uh, uh. Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking about a Lucille for real when oh, I wrote the song. Yes. Right. Oh, there was a real Lucille. Yes. Okay. No relationship like the relationship that we see in the movie. It was a relationship with the girl, but they just they changed her name to Lucille. It was a relationship like that, but they just changed her name to that. Okay. I see. What else about, about you or, or your life do you want me to tell people about? Just let them know that I went through a lot to be where I am today. My, I was a disobedient child in my dad's house. My dad used to tie me in the bed and whoop me with the with the with the, with the, tie my hand, my feet naked, and whoop me with the belts and things. And blood would be coming out of my back when I was a child. Why and would I, he do that? Yeah, well, because uh, you know he didn't like my actions. You know,
you know, because I, I, I was a singer, and he wasn't used to that type of thing. And, but he was a good man. He was not a bad man. But he just wanted me, you know, in, under his house, I had to follow those rules. And I wanted to be an entertainer. And you're not angry about that, huh? No, I'm not angry with him. Wow. Did it? I mean, have you always been that way about it? or has uh, Yes, I, I forgave. Did he die the way that they depicted Yes, he did. At least that, well, that's realistic. Yeah. Well, most of it is realistic. It's just only a few things in that that are not. Two or three things. Yeah. Everything else is real. But when it comes right down to it, there's another movie. Yes. Uh, for, for later years. Yes. For later. For that, that's for that time period. Yeah, but I'd like to see him do the whole life. You know? Yes, yes. I, I'm guessing you would, too. Yes. Um, all right, well, look, I, I really appreciate it. And, and tell everybody I'd like for them to watch it back in Indiana. I, I love your basketball team. <laughs> and I love uh, uh, Larry, the coach. I've always loved Larry when he was in Boston. You have my hometown boy there to make all those three-pointers. Uh-huh. <laughs> from out in California. Uh, Reggie. Reggie. Yes. Yeah, his sister. No, they, they live not far from my mother before she passed. Tell everybody that uh, that see the living flame and to see history alive. You may be one of the few people I, I can ask, and, I, and I, I'm sure that, that you're glad that, to be alive at 67 and yes, all that. But when you look at, at things like, like guys like Buddy Holly or people who died young, James Dean, like that, who became larger than life, yes. I mean... What do you think of that? I mean, I, I realize it's better to be alive, a live person than a dead legend. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you ever think about that? I mean, yes, I've thought about it. Yes, uh, and that's when I wanted them to do this movie because uh, most people they don't have, they don't get a chance to see them. Don't get to see the movies. The movies, yeah. Yes. Uh, right. That's right. That's right. Buddy Holly movie, long time after. Yeah, good buddy was over a good friend of mine. Right. You know. And, and uh, I tell everybody back there, I like for them to watch it, and I appreciate it they watch it. I will do that. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tapes Archive podcast. Please remember you can always find more information about the show and the individual episodes at our website, thetapesarchive.com. Until next time, the vault is closed.